A very good Saturday morning to all of our listeners here in Toronto. Welcome to the uh, Saturday Irish Radio Show. Um, it's Yvonne Morley taking over the airwaves uh, once again this weekend, um, kicking off the show in a bit of a different fashion. I know uh, anyone who's heard me in the past is probably expecting something a bit more in the Nathan Carter, Joe Dolan vein, but um, came across that and I thought it was just so beautiful that uh, why not start off the show? Um, hopefully I don't give the title uh, too much uh, uh, too much of a, a marauding uh, tone, but uh, Mohila Mar, so it's a Gaelic song, uh, sung beautifully by the University College Dublin Choir, uh, Choral Society, um, a very traditional song and sang by many famous Irish artists, but uh, came across that version when I was looking up some uh, inspirational ideas for the show this morning, and I hope you really enjoy it as well. Uh, it's called My uh, Gallant Hero. Um, and I just thought it was uh, very uplifting. And uh, why not uh, start the show off in that fashion? So as I mentioned, uh, taking over the airways from uh, Ken and Mark today. Uh, Ken is up at the cottage, uh, probably enjoying some beautiful fall colors in the trees. And uh, anyone that's local, uh, I'm sure you noticed the uh, freshness of the air this morning. So uh, fall is definitely upon us. Um, and Mark has... Uh, headed over the uh, the Irish Sea, and he's uh, over in Ireland visiting the family. So a uh, big shout-out to Mark and all the O'Briens in Leash. Hope everyone's doing well uh, and uh, looking after Mark. No doubt a few uh, fries were happening this morning and uh, getting all the TLC from his mom and uh, the sisters and, of course, uh, checking in on Owen and making sure everyone's doing well over there. So we, uh, we send you all of our love, and, uh, of course, we're missing you, Mark, but... Uh, I'm sure we'll keep the show on the road over here for you. Um, a busy week in Ireland, of course, as always. I'm sure most of us are keeping uh, tabs on all the uh, fun events that are happening with all the Brexit conversations. Uh, no shortage of headlines uh, this week. Won't get into the uh, the politicalness of all of that, uh, but for sure it's keeping uh, all of us very uh, much on our toes and uh, you know wondering what's uh, going to happen. Looks like there could be an extension and uh, hopefully a good result for uh, all people involved because uh, we know that it could have a lot of negative effects for people both in England and in Ireland. And I think if we can come up with a common sense approach, that's the one that, uh, you know, we're all hoping for. Um, but on a lighter note, uh, an up and down week for the uh, the Irish rugby uh, fans as well. So uh, a bit of a controversial loss there. Uh, last week uh, against the host Japan's, uh, but a good bounce back against Russia. So um, you may be interested to know I'll be hosting for the last two weeks of October as well, filling in while Ken and Mark uh, head across to Asia. And I'm sure they're very much keeping their fingers and toes crossed that uh, Ireland can pull it out and they definitely have something to go and cheer for. Uh, I'm sure the rugby jerseys are all washed and pressed, and uh, they'd be hoping uh, they get a good airing. Um, but some very positive news. Uh, the World Championships of Athletics is also happening, um, and Ireland have a finalist uh, in the 1500 meters, um, and that's uh, Kira McGeehan. Um, and uh, she's looking good. She uh, came second in her semifinals, so... Uh, would be a very, very uh, positive result if she can get up on the medal table. And uh, was just reading some of the um, sports broadcasting over there, and uh, she's actually the first female to qualify for a final since Sonia O'Sullivan. So uh, some big spikes to fill there. 
Uh, but what a wonderful result for Ireland. Uh, of course, locally here in Toronto, um, big night tonight for the Cork Association. I know uh, we've talked about it a couple of times on the show over the last couple of weeks, but uh, tonight is the big night, the last hurrah. Uh, and I know that they're going to have a fantastic night. And uh, I know a few people in our house, uh, hopefully there'll be a few drives uh, coming later. Well, I know there will be since I picked the music, but uh, uh, there'll be a few tunes uh, played to get warmed up and ready for uh, what's going to be a, a wonderful, wonderful evening. And a big congratulations to John Colley and all of his committee, you know, on 30 years of uh, wonderful memories. And uh, I really wish them well and hope they have a fantastic evening. Uh, and then finally, I'm going to be joined by Catherine Lenehan, uh, who's uh, starring in the upcoming uh, production from the Toronto Irish Players, and she's going to talk to us a little bit about that. Uh, but now on to a few more tunes. So this is a song you may recognize, but uh, the singer might be a little bit different. So I uh, thought I'd take a more modern take on uh, one of my personal favorite songs, and uh, it's Someday You'll Love Me.
great. That was a bit of toe tapping there from uh, Derek Ryan, one of the uh, hottest singers at the moment in Ireland. And uh, I just come across that version last night and I thought that's definitely going to make the playlist this morning. Uh, but also making our playlist this morning is our, our good friend uh, Desmond DeVoy, who's calling in uh, from Ottawa. And uh, turn it over to Desmond. Thank you very much for that, Yvonne. You're sounding in great form this morning. And good morning, folks. Desmond DeVoy here with the news from Ireland. The news is brought to you by our friends at Aer Lingus. Here are the top stories that are making headlines in Ireland. Our top story this morning. Lorenzo came for a visit but did not wreak as much havoc as Ophelia. The storm did, however, bring with it quite a bit of rain and high winds this past Thursday, as well as flooding and power outages throughout the country. Winds reached as high as 100 kilometres an hour at Galway and Mayo in the early hours of Thursday. Thousands of homes were without power in counties Mayo, Galway, Longford and Cork and elsewhere. At its worst, 12,000 homes were without power overnight, according to RTE News. About 40 homes were flooded out in Donegal Town, with six fire service units pumping water out of the houses near the new road. The River Esca was also rising after the storm passed. There were also reports of flooding in Bundoran, Lahey and Frosthus. There were also reports of flooding in Limerick and Leitrim. However, National Rail Service continued as per normal, and Dublin and Shannon airports continued to operate. Well, as Yvonne mentioned at the top, the, the Brexit drama continues. And in the latest turn in the tale, as the two islands head towards another deadline on Halloween, it would be fair to say that a wee bit of panic is starting to set in. First up is news that 85,000 people in the six counties and Britain have applied for an Irish passport in the last eight months, according to the Herald. By the end of this year, there will be four times as many first-time applicants from the UK as there were in 2015, the year before the Brexit referendum. By August of this year, 36,000 British people and 49,000 people in Northern Ireland had applied for a passport. Under the Good Friday Agreement, any citizen of the North can apply for an Irish passport, and British people can make an application based on Irish heritage within their family. The situation on the ground is also getting people a little freaked out. As the British government's latest border proposals appear to have met with a thumbs down from the Dublin government, the Dundalk Democrat reports that the anti-Brexit group Border Communities Against Brexit has posted a photo online of a truck full of new customs cars arriving in Dundalk earlier this week. British Prime Minister Boris Johnson's Brexit plan, launched during the Conservative Party conference in Manchester, England, would see Northern Ireland remain in the European single market for goods, but leave the customs union. And in another development, Simon Byrne, Chief Constable of the Police Service of Northern Ireland, told Johnson that it would not be possible to police the border and all 300-plus crossings with the amount of officers he had, and that the PSNI officers would not staff any part of border security, according to the Belfast Telegraph. Speaking in Sweden this week, Taoiseach Leo Varadkar said that there were five ways to avoid a border on the island of Ireland, and he was only interested in four. The top four were a united Ireland, the UK staying in the EU, the UK staying in the EU customs union and single market, some manner of backstop. And the fifth, Ireland rejoining the UK, which Radcar said, quote, is never going to happen, according to the Herald. Well, there was some good news from the border area. The tan town of Glasslock, County Monaghan, has won the title of Ireland's tidiest town, beating, beating out 917 other entrants, according to RTE News. It also won the title of Ireland's Tidiest Village. In the category of Ireland's Tidiest Small Town, Black Rock, County Louth, was the winner, and Westport, County Mayo, took the top spot for Ireland's Tidiest Large Town, while Ennis, County Clare, was the Tidiest Large Urban Centre. So congratulations there. 
This week in our local news matters segment, we head towards the southwest as it dries out from Storm Lorenzo and head for the waters of County Kerry. The Irish Times reports that one of the kingdom's most famous tourist draws, Fungi the Dolphin, is officially the world's oldest solitary dolphin, according to the Guinness Book of World Records. Fungi, with an estimated age of 40, is a male Atlantic bottlenose dolphin and was first sighted off the coast of Dingle in 1983 and has been hanging around ever since. Next door, the Limerick Leader reports on an off-licensed liquor store that failed a test as thousands of students celebrated passing their tests. As part of a Gardaí undercover operation, a 16-year-old student was able to buy two bottles of wine without being asked for ID. The sale allegedly took place while students were celebrating receiving their junior certificate results and could result in the owner being fined and forced to close for a number of days. Court news now from the Waterford News and Star. Judge Kevin Staunton of Waterford District Court told Thomas O'Donoghue that maybe he, quote, deserved a slap, recalling a phrase from his childhood, after he was convicted of walking shirtless down the middle of Green Street, Watford, on May 23rd of last year. And how did O'Donoghue react? The paper said he, quote, was grinning widely as he left the chambers. Not for nothing was O'Donoghue described by his own defense solicitor, Hilary Delahunty, as having, quote, a slightly rambunctious approach to the world, and that he was a, quote, colorful character with a colorful history. O'Donoghue, who has seven previous convictions, including two public order offences, with his most recent previous conviction having been a traffic offence this past May, will now pay a €200 fine. Finally, from the Cork Evening Echo, the story of of an audacious shoplifter who, as my mother would say, must have some neck on her. Julianne O'Farrell, 27, had been facing sentencing for shoplifting on September 26th. During the lunch break of the court sitting, she left the court and went robbing again. O'Farrell already has 111 previous convictions, including 26 for theft, before she was in court again this week, where she pled guilty to several more counts of shoplifting. When she was charged with the lunchtime thefts, court heard that she told Garda Paul Russell that, quote, I was fleecing the city for years before you ever caught me. She was sentenced to 10 months in prison for this and other crimes with sentencing Judge Olin Kelleher calling her actions, quote, frightening. Back in September, she had admitted to several thefts in Cork City stores in August. But defense solicitor Shane Collins daily reminded the court that O'Farrell has a newborn baby and that she was dealing with the recent sudden death of her partner. O'Farrell had been granted a stay of one month on sentencing so she could have more time with her child. But her September 26th offenses put an end to that. And there you go, folks. That was the news from Ireland for this week. The news is brought to you by our friends at Aer Lingus. Book your winter getaway with Aer Lingus, Ireland's airline. Fly Toronto to Dublin and connect with more than 20 European destinations. Great fares also available from Ottawa and 14 other cities across Canada. Make 2019 your best one yet with a trip of a lifetime to more than 20 European destinations like Dublin, London, Paris, Amsterdam, and more. There are so many places to choose from, all at great prices. Get a great deal now at www.airlingus.com. That's www.airlingus.com. Now you're back up to date. Now it's back to Toronto with Yvonne at Kyolagus Crack. So until next week, folks, Slango Foil. Ah, Europe's capital cities. So full of beauty, so crammed with culture, so often crowded with tourists. 
So to see the Louvre without the lines or Piccadilly without the circus, go when it's quieter and cheaper and fly there with Aer Lingus. Our European sale is full of amazing off-season deals to over 20 European cities like Paris, London, Amsterdam and Dublin. So don't delay. Book today at aerlingus.com. Smart goes when others don't. Smart flies Aer Lingus. from 
ever known. So uh, a lovely limerick song there. That was by uh, Jimmy Buckley. Um, you may have noticed a bit of the applause at the uh, beginning. That was actually from uh, last year when Limerick, of course, won the uh, All-Ireland Hurling Final. Um, and one of their uh, proudest Limerick supporters, Jimmy Buckley, came out and sang probably the most famous song to come out of Limerick. Um, and I just thought that was a, a lovely rendition of that uh, very famous song. But wanted to send that out to a, a lovely lady from Limerick, uh, Edie King. Uh, she's recovering from um, a little operation there on her knee um, and uh, hopefully she'll be up and dancing and motoring about and uh, chasing after Simon very shortly. But uh, definitely our best wishes go out to Edie for uh, a speedy recovery and uh, looking forward uh, to you being uh, back to full health and back to full speed. So uh, our best wishes go out to you for that one. Uh, next up, we just have a, a tune from the High Kings, uh, Spencil Hill, another kind of famous uh, tune, but a different rendition of it. And uh, looking forward to hearing your thoughts on this one as well. Last night as I lay dreaming of pleasant days gone by my mind been bent on rambling to Ireland, I did fly. I leapt on board a vision, and I followed it with a will, till I gladly came to anchor at the cross of Spansel Hill. And when our duty did come and we all knelt down in prayer In hopes for to be ready to climb the golden stair And when back home we turned and we danced with the right goodwill Oh, to Martin Moylan's music at the cross of Spansel
And so uh, a bit of a, a different uh, type of tune for the show, but uh, that was Westlife, one of the biggest bands to come out of Ireland in the last 20 years. And of course, they had a big, big uh, reunion uh, tour this past summer with a couple of big shows in Croke Park. Um, but there's a strategic reason why that particular song was chosen. Um, so uh, many of you may not be aware, but two of the members of Westlife hail from County Sligo. Um, and my next guest is going to talk to us about a play uh, that was written by a gentleman from County Sligo and takes place in the west of Ireland. And of course, that tune, uh, some of you may remember, uh, made famous originally by ABBA and also plays a big role in the musical that um, was produced from their hits, Mamma Mia. So all coming together nicely, but uh, very pleased to welcome uh, Catherine Linehan from the uh, Irish Players uh, she's going to speak to us a little bit about the latest production uh, that's happening with the Toronto Irish Players. So, um, Catherine, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. I'm delighted to be here. Yeah, so, um, Catherine, before we actually get into talking about the uh, the upcoming production, wanted to know a little bit about yourself and uh, what brought you to this uh, great city of Toronto. And, uh, yeah, go ahead and share a little bit with our listeners. Introduce yourself to us. Um, well, I am from County Cork in Ireland, from West Cork, in fact, from a town called Clonakilty. And uh, it's a big seaside resort, and we're very proud of the town. I came here a long time ago for a year, just for one year. And then umpteen years later, I'm still here and enjoying it immensely. Wonderful. I think that's uh, that's a very common story. I think I've heard that around our own kitchen table where uh, we were here for a year. It's been a long That's year. Right. <laughs> exactly. And uh, Clonakilty, uh, I know that name right away. Uh, I think you're very famous for a particular brand of breakfast food, if I'm not mistaken. Indeed, we are. Black pudding, you're very well informed. That's that it. part of the country, actually, they say is known as the Riviera of Ireland because it has wonderful food and wonderful hospitality. And wonderful people. We have many friends from uh, from the county of Cork uh, and very proud Corkonians. Um, mm. So it, they, I think the running joke is when someone from Cork introduces themselves, they're not from Ireland, they're from Cork. <laughs> <laughs> that is so true. But it is a beautiful place. I know my sister and uh, Mark were in Cork uh, for a little bit this summer. Uh, they went to Ballymaloo, the uh, the culinary resort. So speaking of fine fine dining, um, yes. and they, they thought it was absolutely beautiful. And they took a little drive down to Cove as well. Um, oh, so, I'm so glad. Yeah. So one of the other actors in the play is from Bandon, which is only 15 miles from Clonakilty. So it's ironic that uh, both of us would be in this particular play. And the play taking place in the west of Ireland. So, uh, is there yes. a bit of a bit of west of Ireland uh, linguistics and uh, vocal training needed uh, for the play? <laughs> um, not not quite. Um, as long as we have a kind of an Irish accent, it's okay. Some of the there are there is the odd word that even we from Cork didn't understand, but uh, we kind of guessed what it was. But obviously, it is particular to that part of the country. Well, that's it. There's every part of the country has a, a couple of special terms and phrases. So, um, but segueing very nicely to talking about this play and the West of Ireland tilt that's in it. So, tell us a little bit about about the play itself and uh, what you're most looking forward to uh, putting it on for uh, the people in Toronto. I will indeed. The name of the play is Nobody's Talking to Me. And it's by Tommy Marin. And this particular play has been very, very successful all around Ireland. It is also played in the UK and in the United States. 
But to the best of my knowledge, this is the very first time that it is going to be on in Canada. And we're it. Toronto Irish Players is going to be launching this play in Canada, which is wonderful. Well, no now, better group to, uh, to put on a fine production. So tell us more about the play. The play. No, the play is great fun. It is a farce, and it's a farce Irish style. As you know, there's a lot of farces, British or French, are based on lots of doors and running in and out of these doors. We don't have that. We have loads and loads of misunderstandings, but we really only have one main door. The main premise is there is an older couple who've been married for 40 years. Their anniversary is coming up that very day, but they haven't spoken to each other for 10 years. Now, the local priest, he thinks he's doing a wonderful thing because he wants to surprise the couple by coming to their house and getting them to renew their wedding vows. Of course, this is exactly what they do not want. Nobody wants to expose family problems like that. They want to keep it a secret. And two of the characters, when the priest comes up to the house to surprise them, they tell all kinds of lies, lies upon lies, to try and keep him away. And one of them is, that they say that, oh, he has to leave now because there's going to be a big celebration party that night. Of course, there is not. So then they're kind of stuck with the lie, and what are they going to do about it? Because the priest, of course, is going to invite himself to the party. Then the second act is all about the party and what happens, and that's where you have the big reveal. There's two major secrets here. One is, why are these two people not talking to each other? And then the other is, why is the boyfriend of the daughter so keen to get them talking? Does he have an ulterior motive? So that is the nucleus of the play. Well, it sounds brilliant, and uh, it, it almost sounds like uh, it could happen in any house across Ireland. Uh, <laughs> uh, don't don't be airing the dirty laundry, and uh, yes, make sure the yes, priest thinks everything is going well. <laughs> um, there are seven characters in the play. There's the the Mr. and Mrs., Maggie and Matthew. I play Maggie. And then we have a daughter and her boyfriend, Andy. Now, Minnie's a lovely daughter, and Andy is really, he is idiotic. He gets himself into such hot water, and people tell him things, and he blunders, and he gets everybody angry with everybody else because he spills the beans on everything. And then the man who plays it, Father O'Toole, is is. Hysterical. Even after so many rehearsals, I'm still laughing at him. Last night at rehearsal, he gets very angry with Andy because Andy keeps butting in. And he was very mild in his anger in the beginning of the rehearsals. But now he almost launched himself across the floor in anger last night. So he is very, very funny. Well, it's... Um, Go ahead. My counterpart, one of my, my sister-in-law, uh, who's from Bandon, is played by the wonderful Donna O'Regan. And, oh, she is so funny. She bought, She's a hypochondriac. And every time she comes on with a handbag, which is loaded with bottles of pills, and they're all rattling, it's very, very funny. Almost every character has a, a bit of comedy in their particular role. Uh, we have another young girl, um, Lindsay, first time with Toronto, Toronto Players as well. And she plays Kathleen, a neighbor's daughter whose father has died. And she is wonderful at being hysterical. She throws herself at Andy because in the middle of all the drama, she sort of really likes Andy and would quite fancy him. So physically, she's wonderful. She's like a will-o'-the-wisp across the stage. She's marvelous. 
uh, let me see now who else is in this. Oh, I want to mention in particular our director. He's Harvey Levko. He has directed for Toronto Irish Players in the past. And while he remains true to the playwright and to the script, I have never known anyone find so many comic nuances as he does. And he encourages us to find these and to let it go. So he is a great teacher as well as a great director, and he's a very kind man. So I think he is putting the polish on a very well-written play. Does that give you an idea? It sure does, and I I don't think that they could have nominated a better spokesperson for the play because I really hope that the listeners are like myself and very much looking forward to seeing this live in action because it sounds hilarious and it sounds like a great evening's entertainment. So on that note, and I say Maggie, and Maggie is vicious, absolutely vicious, but that's not me at all. No, (laughs) I just final word I would say is it's a distinctly Irish play. The humor, even the insults, are Irish. But that's what makes this play so special and a must-see. Absolutely. And so speaking of seeing the play itself, um, how do we get in touch about tickets? So tell me the dates that it's on and who do we need to call? All right. First of all, you can go online to book at torontoirishplayers.com or you can phone in at 416-440-2888. It's on at the Alumni Theatre, which is 70 Berkeley Street, TTC access, no problem whatsoever. And then it runs, um, let me see the date, it is running from October 17th until November 2nd. And judging from ticket sales so far, I'm pretty sure it'll be sold out. So do please come and do book your tickets straight away. We'd love to see you. Oh, absolutely. And uh, definitely you've given it a great plug. I've read uh, online some of the reviews uh, from the various productions around Ireland and glowing reviews. Sounds like a wonderful play. Um, Wishing yourself and all the company all the best uh, in in the traditional sense. Go break a leg. Um, (laughs) But it sounds like a wonderful production. And, you know, the Toronto Irish players are a real treasure in Toronto, putting on wonderful shows uh, a couple of times a year. It's a huge amount of work, but, you know, what a great way to bring in, you know, that flavor uh, from Ireland and, you know, as you say, bringing in that Irish humor and, you know, the sayings and that from from home. So I certainly wish you all the best of luck with it. So thank you so much. Thank you so much, Yvonne. We really, really appreciate this exposure. Yeah, not a problem at all. And uh, as I said, look online, Toronto Irish Players, get your tickets fast, and I'm sure it's going to be brilliant. So thank you so much, Catherine, for joining me today. Not at all. Bye-bye. Don't close your eyes, let it be. 
Maybe I've been a fool Holding on all this time Lying here in your arms Knowing he's in your mind But I keep hoping someday That you see the light Let it be me tonight Don't close your eyes Don't close your eyes Let it be me Don't pretend it's him In some fantasy Darling, just once let yesterday go And you'll find more love than you've ever known Just hold me tight when you love me tonight And don't close your eyes Don't close your eyes, let it So that was uh, Mike Denver with a version of Don't Close Your Eyes. Um, uh, I was just having a little uh, laugh to myself here. This is the slow set of the uh, of the program. Uh, a couple of love songs coming on there, but uh, I love that song. And it first came to my attention. Um, I saw a clip from Ireland's Got Talent. So um, probably for our listeners here in Toronto, uh, America's Got Talent. Uh, of course, there's many different iterations of that show around the world, but Ireland's version of it, that particular song was uh, sang by a gentleman um, who got the famous golden buzzer and I thought it was a beautiful song and was uh, very excited to see that Mike Denver had done a version of it and of course Mike Denver is a very popular uh, singer in Ireland and in the Morley household in particular so uh, I thought that was a lovely rendition but as I mentioned we have another uh, another slow song coming on uh, this is actually a duet between uh, two of Ireland's most famous singers um, and I wanted to send it out to a very special couple who are celebrating their anniversary this weekend um, and that will be Dermot and Ina Ryan. Uh, no doubt we'll be uh, making grooves around the dance floor uh, at the Cork Association um, dinner dance uh, this evening. Of course, Ina hails from the county of Cork herself and uh, wanted to play a special tune for one of our favorite couples uh, celebrating their anniversary this weekend. And this is uh, Margot and Big Tom.
Our love grow more each day. I guess we are the lucky ones to find the love so true. It seems like only yesterday that we both said I do. And you still. Lasted through the years. I never will forget the day that you became my wife. You brought so much happiness. And meaning to my life. You truly are my sunshine. You are my guiding star. And I just like to thank you for being what you are. And I still bring you flowers when I know you. Us with love that's still through the years, and you still bring me flowers when you know I'm feeling down. I know that things will be all right whenever. Us with love as lasted through the years. Darling, we've both got love that's lasted through the years. Now arriving in Canada. Guinness Hop House 13, all the way from the Open Gate Brewery at St. James Gate in Dublin. Double hopped for a more flavourful lager, from the first sip to the crisp finish. Earning its name from the original Hop House 13 at St. James Gate. 
available at select pubs and now arriving across Canada in 500ml cans. Guinness Hop House 13. More hops, more taste, more character. All right, and it's uh, that time of the show where we go over our uh, community calendar of events, of course, sponsored by Guinness. Um, for our listeners in Calgary, a reminder that the broadcasting time, uh, time of the program um, has changed from 9 p.m. to 10 p.m., and that's on every Sunday on FM 94.7. Dancing with Maureen um, is happening Mondays uh, at the Ireland Supporters Club uh, on Ridgeway Drive in Mississauga from 7.30 to 9.30. Uh, Tuesdays at the Corktown Pub, 175 Young Street in Hamilton, uh, also from 7.30 to 9.30. And on Wednesdays at the Emerald Isle Seniors uh, Centre on Danforth Avenue, uh, 5.30 to 7.30 for the young ones, so for the kids, and 7.30 to 9.30 for the adults. If you'd like more information, you can, of course, call Maureen at 416-446-6993, or you can email her at moleary. 2001 at rogers.com uh, as i mentioned at the start of the show a big night for the cork association uh, after 30 uh, years of memories uh, it's coming to an end their fall tradition of the cork dinner dance and of course we wish them a, a wonderful evening i'm sure there'll be uh, plenty of spins around the dance floor uh, good laughs and good memories uh, it's taking place of course at the saint bonaventure's parish hall 1300 Leslie Street. I would hope by now you have all got your tickets, uh, but if there's any last tickets available, uh, please do call John Colley, 647-285-0866. Of course, there's going to be a raffle on the night, and uh, no doubt it's going to be a wonderful occasion. Manus McGuire and Emily Flack uh, are doing a show on Saturday, the 12th of October, at the Burdock Music Hall, which is uh, 1184 Bloor Street West. Um, the doors are going to open at 2.30 with this show beginning at 3 p.m. Uh, tickets are $10 in advance or $15 at the door. For more information, you can call 416-546-4033 or you can look the event up on Eventbrite under Manus McGuire. Saturday, October 19th, the Open Door Cayley is taking place uh, at the Royal Canadian Legion, 3591 Dundas Street West. Uh, tickets are $15. There's going to be a cash bar, uh, Barry's Irish Tea and Home Baked Treats. The uh, music is going to be by Jenny, Melvin and Friends. There'll be great dancing, Kaylee sets uh, and waltzing too. There's also free parking and it is TTC accessible. Uh, if you'd like for more information, you may call Geraldine 416-573-1205 or Mary at 905 330-7972 and they also wanted us to let you know if you're a beginner no problem come on out uh, for all their upcoming Kayleys they're going to have a dedicated workshop for beginners from 7:30 to 8 before uh, the professionals uh, take to the floor so uh, what a great occasion friends and supporters uh, on Saturday the 9th of November um, the annual dinner will be taking place for the friends of Sinn Féin uh, the guest speaker this year is coming out from Ireland, and that's Martin Kenny, TD. The dinner is taking place at the Hot House uh, on St. Lawrence, uh, the former Hot House Cafe, and that's at the corner of Church and Front. Tickets are $125, uh, and it's coming fast on the heels, of course, of the Brexit deadline. And uh, they are expecting those tickets to sell out, so please do get in touch uh, soon. 
uh, you can get in touch through their regular ticket sellers or um, on their website, which is www.fosfc.com. Uh, Martin will also be attending various uh, Friends of Sinn Féin events in Montreal and Ottawa during his visits. Uh, and those details are going to be shared. And once we get those, of course, we'll share them out with you as well. Um, so, yeah, please do get in touch if, you, if you'd like to attend that event. Um, there's also going to be an event in Ottawa. So for anyone listening online, um, you can also get in touch regarding that. It's a reception that's going to be happening with Martin Kenny uh, on November the 10th, which is a Sunday at the Heart and Crown. Uh, if you've got any more events happening in the uh, community, please do get in touch. We'll be happy to share that information out with our listeners. Um, and you can get in touch uh, with Ken at SaturdayIrishRadio.com. And of course, these will also be available on their website. It's 8 o'clock I know where I'm gonna go I'm gonna pick my baby up I take a... Every Saturday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. On AM 1430 CHKT Fairchild Radio This is AM 1430 CHKT Fairchild Radio, Toronto. The following are programs for the international communities of Greater Toronto.